What up, what up, what up? This your boy G, your neighbor, your friend, your mama's favorite. Never mind, never mind. I ain't going to talk about your mama like that, brother. But anyways, welcome back to another episode of Cut Different, hashtag Cut Different on all platforms. I got special guests with me today. I got David. What up? That was so dry. Bro, I got uh, super early. <laughs> it's a Sunday. It's raining. <laughs> you don't understand what it's taking me to be here. <laughs> I got Ricardo, aka on? Rico, small pants. <laughs> How you doing, brother? I'm here, man. I'm good. You got to lean forward to talk. We got to make shift. Trying to make it. Here. True that. So, uh, I like to welcome you all to a new episode. We're gonna talk about some, some, some different topics today. Something that I don't think we've addressed yet: love, marriage, and divorce. Mm. That's a hell of a topic. Yes, that's a hell of a topic, and I like the fact that we got somebody freshly going through some things now to like give us like the inside of of, of what you're thinking about right now. You know what I mean? And we got two Billy Goats. That have been through the storm. And we weathered it. We got our umbrella in our pocket. That's why it's raining today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like he don't even want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like, like we had this conversation yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday. I don't even want to be here right now. <laughs> Stayed in bed like 1030. <laughs> like where you at? Oh, I actually came here early. I thought y'all weren't even going to do it. Oh, word? Yeah, I came here. I was here at 10.50. You said be here at 11. So I came before the time you told me. Yeah, you you punctual like that. Hey, just tell me. Hey, that's, that's a God good thing. God say show early, right? God say that? A man say that. Man Anybody say, say that. Early. God don't say that. A lot of people put a lot of stuff on God. God don't even say. You know what the Bible say? What? Uh, what, come as you are? Right. They ain't even in the Bible. It's not <laughs> biblical. But honor and character is. So I get it. I get it. So you're trying to say we was late. So we Definitely. fall short. Y'all was late. <laughs> Y'all was so late. I got here early. I went to Big Lots and got me a book. Take some notes down. Word? I thought that was a Bible. I got a Bible too. Oh. You bought a Bible from Big Lots? No. I already had this. Okay. Tell My grandfather's Bible. He didn't use it either. That Bible looked new. Right. He got he had got a new Bible right before he passed away. Oh. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. I kept my mom's Bible too. So I got a question for you guys. I've uh, I discussed this with another guest one time before, and I wanted to get a different perspective. So I kicked the show off by asking y'all: Is love earned or given? And I think this, this that question right there, it's, it, it sounds simple. Are you saying, is it given or should or it earned? be earned? However you take it, brother. I, I like to throw that question out there and let people respond to it however they see fit. It ties all into our, our topics today. Well, I guess I'll answer first. Yeah, you can. I feel like it. Oh, I'm should. the host. I'm supposed to say, okay, Ricardo, you first. <laughs> <laughs> you see why I'm kind of keeping quiet. Yeah, because I know I know where you spit fire. You spit fire. <laughs> I don't even know. I just mentioned yesterday. <laughs> but hey, you got a mean delivery now. 
Who? I said you. Oh. Yeah. All right. Keep so keep snapping. Go with it. I feel like love should be earned. Yeah. Can you explain why you think that? Not necessarily. <laughs> you can't explain. You can't just, explain. You just That's just what it. my heart is telling me. Yeah, it should be earned. It should be earned. That's interesting. That's very interesting. A lot of people gave that same answer. A lot of people. What about you, brother? Brother Deacon David. <laughs> um, I guess we you looking at it from the context of the world, you know, there's different ways you can look at it. You're gonna look at it from the context of God, like when we talking about well, from you. We'll get to God from you. Um Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on the situation. So, is love earned or given? Uh, huh. Depends on the it depends on the situation, basically who the person is. Because if you're saying, hey, automatically, it just depends on who the person is. Yeah. So, for example, moms, you ain't got to tell moms to love their kids. So, Christians, <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have to tell Christians to love other people. So, it just depends on who you are. So, uh, in the scope of things, let's say a lot of people want to put love or ascribe love as the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, for example, people are not the same. And they love is not the same. So, I can't expect one person to... For one person, love might be earned. To another person, love might be given. So, they're going to help you out, do whatever they got to do. Another person might be like, bro, no. So, uh, it just depends on the person. It's not really an easy answer you can give to... Can't generalize that towards everybody. Yeah, not, certainly not for you. Cause I still don't know how you feel about it. You said all that politically. Cause that was like the most politically correct answer I've ever heard. From you. you. Be from you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm sorry. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I forgot I got to dump my thoughts down. It's like, what did he just say? Right. Uh, he just said, is it? And then he said it twice. <laughs> so we didn't get it the first time. We got it next time. I'm sorry. I got to dump it down. <laughs> Hey, wrong hey yeah, love. You went to a general, generalized way of responding to that question instead of explaining why you think the way you think. Man, for me, I give love. So, I'm a giver. So, that's just me. Well, let me ask um, you this, though. Is there, some, is there such thing as giving too much love? I think Gerald going to get to that, right? Or we just keep going? We just keep going. Um, yeah, we're here at Cut Different. We just let the conversation flow. Meaning, yeah. you give too much love, but you're not receiving that same love in return. So, I basically, you get what I mean? Yeah. So, basically, as a giver, being I'm a giver, one of the things I had to learn is because I used to give to the point to where it almost killed me because that's my character. But I had to learn with everything, it's a balance. 
So even people I had to learn used to come relatives. Let me get money. Let me get money. And when you're a giver, you understand that, you know, you'll give even at the sacrifice of yourself. Right. Even if you ain't got it. You're like, man, let me help this person out. And But I had to learn, no. <laughs> See, I guess that's my thing. I don't know how to say no. Yeah, because, because Gerald knows my mother. Right. And she's a giver. Mm-hmm. And I have the same traits as my mom. Right. So yeah. I don't know how to, I guess you could say. That goes back to what I was pointing at. Right. Time. I don't know how to say no. not give or say no. So you took yeah. on the identity of your mother in relationship. Pretty much. Yeah. Are you talking about the reversal? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, uh, because I mean, a lot of people have some kind of trait of their parent. Absolutely, everybody got has traits from their parents. Right? Yeah. yeah. People just want to some pop up more than others. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's why they say always six people in a relationship. It's right. like uh, I didn't start looking into that till I seen this movie a long time ago. And when they got in bed, and it was cutting scenes to them at the therapist, he was like, "It's six people in a in a relationship." And when they got in the bed, on her side, it was her, her mom, her dad. On his side, it was him, his mom, his dad. In every relationship, those are the dynamics. What they did and didn't give makes you a majority of you. You know, you still got the world that influences. But a majority of you is what comes from your house, where you grew up, how you grew up. So, you... I just had to learn to <clears throat> cut it off. Just like, look, I'm putting myself in a bad situation. First, you got to learn you can't get, you can't keep giving like that. It's a balance because you're going to automatically tap out. Just like you said yesterday, you also can't help everybody. Right. So, so helping is giving. Hey, if I'm jacked up, giving I can't is help helping, you. Right? <laughs> in <laughs> some way, shape, or form, giving is helping. So, this is what I noticed with everybody I've thrown that question out to. Um, if the topic is, if your love is given and given or earned, a lot of people instantly go into the definitions of their relationships. You know, you can love someone. Love, to me, love is universal. You know, I can love my wife with the same amount of love that I have for my mother and my children and my friends. You know, and other relatives, that's the same love. Our relationships are different. Right. You know, I can kill, I can swap my, mom, my my wife down. You know what I mean? I can kiss her, but it's not the same affection I'm going to give my mother. Right. And it's not the same affection I'm going to give my children and so on. So once we, we're, 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 we're combining love with the type of relationship that we have with people. You know what I mean? So instantly most people go to well, this kind of how you breaking down. If I, it, it depends on the person and on how how your love is divvied out to them. You know what I mean? Whether they have to get, uh, earn it. But I, I always look at well, if you if if you give them love or if they earn your love, what they have to do with the type of relationship you have with these people. No, I was talking about it depends on who you're talking to, who you're giving that question out to. Oh, you just being general. Okay. Yeah, who you giving that question. Because you're going to, you'll, um, 
we're going to get different responses from depending on who you are. Yeah, I want different responses. So, I want your response. Me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to give, I'm going to give that love because that's who you I am. Give yeah. I need to come up in more Huh? Oh, okay. Can you stay in the show, though? I'm in the show. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to give you a shot out That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. yeah don't I'm see, gonna, this is real. I'm going to give that love because it's me, who I am. But other people, you know, based on who they are and they're mature, I think it has to do with maturity level also. So because automatically when you, automatic, when you think you're giving something, a lot of people think, if I give this, I'm going I'm to lose something. To go back on what you said, how... You, it's a balance. So you got to understand, hey, I can give, but I can only give so much. So you got to, it's wisdom, man. You got to take assessment of, hey, can I give too much? You can't, if you give to the point to where you just done, what is that other person going to reciprocate? And then you also got to ask yourself, because it's like an ebb and flow. Give, receive. Depending on your motives behind doing something. So, why am I giving? A lot of times, I got to realize when I give, they ain't giving them back. <laughs> they just going to take and they gone. So... But if you, if, if, you, if you are... If you give somebody something like in anything that you give, if you're looking for something to come back, you're not really giving it. That's still an earn. It depends on... So, what I mean by that is... It's that balance. So, he got he actually has to look at... Because a lot of times... When you're giving... You figure... You, you have the expectation that... This person is going to look out for me... Like I look out for them. And a lot of times... Wherever your expectation is... That's where you're also going to meet that disappointment. Because... Hey, man. I gave you all this. All right. Right. <laughs> you get 100 and they give two disappointment you give 100 and then they give five and they'll never be able to meet that they'll never be able to give to the point that you're able to give yeah, and you're gonna always be disappointed that. so you have to one of the thing one of the things that will help that helped me like put a balance with that is like I already know this person can't give me anything back. So being that and it's not that I was expect I was expecting. But I also had to do it I also had to look out for my mental my, my mental and my financial aspect of it. So I'm like, look, if I give this, what's gonna happen? All right, you know what? Nine times out of ten, can't pay me back, and I'm going to be in a bad situation. Yeah, you know what? Nah, I ain't able to do it. And you just callous your heart to keep doing that. So it's times when you do it. It's times when you can't. But you can't always give. You, you can't always give. The richest person in the world can't always give because you can't meet the needs of the people. You know, you always coming, hey, hey, boom, boom, boom. They're going to always need something. But you just got to cut it off. Yeah, I ain't, I'm not even able to do it. And the reason you're doing that is because you have to have something for yourself. Yeah. That's hard. I'm glad you said that because 
That's exactly how I've been feeling, you know. When I actually sat down and like really had a conversation with myself and just sat back and talked, I realized I never <clears throat> I never really gave to myself. I always gave to her. Well gave to family, you know. So when we enter this love and marriage thing, so that's different. And what I mean by that's different is that's your wife. So it's a it's a different it's a different dynamic of a relationship. So you can't look at how you did with your friends and not even family with your wife. That's a higher standard. Like but a lot you're of you only gonna repeat what you did with them with your wife. Right. So that's where you actually have to learn, look, you know what? Let me let me try to find some type of balance. And the only way I was able to find balance is God. Like, look, nah, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. Because he used to hurt me to say, I don't have it and not be able to help people. But then I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in the worst situation because, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm asking somebody to help me that I don't help them. And, yeah, I get it back to you. And then I ain't able to get it back. And I'm like, should have never been in that situation. Should have never did it. So the thing, the thing. One of the things learn how to be a lender too, right? Yeah, you know, you gotta learn how to be a giver. You gotta know when to give. Like what Gerald said, giving when you give, that's it. Yeah, we it's different types. Yeah, we think giving, we place giving in like one bucket, but giving, I gave you this, that's it. So you have to, you know, to put a button on it. I see you're eager to move on to the next stage. Y'all keep bouncing on into the next area. And put a button on this. I, I understand what both of y'all are saying, and I don't have any buts to add to that because of the way that you think and the way that you approach life and love is totally up to the individual. One of the, the, the uh, best responses I've heard, and... And it came from me, actually, because I had to go back and think about what I said. It still didn't sit well with me. That that my love is given, my relationships are earned. But even with that, if I if, if uh, there there's some discrepancies somewhere in there for me, I'm still not completely settled with that. But you have to separate the relationship from your love. You know what I mean? Your your love is there. If if your love is completely where it's supposed to be, if you truly embody what love is in a, in in any of your relationships, it doesn't have anything to do with how they treat you. To piggyback off what Gerald's saying, at the end of the day, <clears throat> regardless of who somebody else is, it shouldn't change you. Like. Your love is basically who you are. How you love, that's basically who you are. Nobody in this world can love like you love. Can love a person how you love. It's like, it's a fingerprint. At the end of the day, it's not going to change who you are. So that means even if this person stops doing this, that's them. You can let it change you, though. You can. You have a choice. I think broken people say earn all the time. Right. So... You can 
it shouldn't change who you are. So that means if you go, just like I went through a divorce, it changed who I was and how I viewed things, but it didn't change my, if anything, it widened my capacity to love because it widened my capacity to forgive. So I could have let that totally change me into, because I was able to grow through the process and learn and look at myself and say, you know what? I ain't do this and do this and then, but it can't, it's how you take it. It can't change you to an animal. So it changed me for the best. So, and that was, that was because I was able to look, uh, at myself and see things that just see things from a different perspective. So one of the questions you can ask yourself is, why did you get married? That was actually going to be my segue right there. Go ahead and ask that question again for the audience. One of the questions is, you can <laughs> ask yourself is, why did you get married? Why? Before we get to him, why did you get married? It was a myriad of reasons that I got married. <laughs> um, <clears throat> love. She was pregnant. Uh... Yeah, those was basically two main, two, two main two. Yeah, uh, I I got married because I got married two years after my child was born. Right, and and being a single parent during that time, I uh, I really it, it made me reflect on myself like a lot. I was in the mirror a lot. Like, right. do I really want to make the mistakes my parents made with me? Right, so. I had a conversation with her mother, and it worked. Right. And we got married. It, it didn't really involve love. Right. Well, it involved love, but it wasn't love between us. It was right. love for our child. Right. So, why did you get married? Well, I'll tell you this. My story ain't nothing like y'all's story, because I ain't had no kids or nothing involved, but... Soldiers don't march. Oh, they march. Okay. Got tested. <laughs> Three different times. Um, honestly, I really can't answer the, answer that question. I just put it based on hey, Tyler Perry didn't answer it either. I looked at hey, everything was good. I guess you could say like a honeymoon state. Like everything's always good, having fun, yada yada yada. And I just thought, hey, maybe this is the one, you know. And that's where that's what happened. So it went from there. Purely emotional. Pretty much, yeah, emotional. Yeah. You know, emotional. That's why I likened the like old school way that they caught it. It wasn't totally based off emotions because a man knew if he wanted to go go call on a woman or a girl at the time when they met, he had to do certain things to be able to do that. You got one. You got to ask her father. Right. You gotta come to the house with some flowers in your hand or something. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta have means to be married. You know what I mean? You gotta have means to be a provider. Right. You gotta know where y'all gonna live. You gotta have a job, a career, something that says you can take care of her. She is also being groomed by her mother on how to take care of a home. Now that right there <laughs> that was coming. <laughs> 
yeah. being groomed. Yeah, now, being groomed before I before we go further, it, it's you know staying on the woman's side of it. There, there, there's equal amount of effort on their side to be a suitable um, um, courtee. Uh, you know right. what I mean? Right. They, they have to be a woman of, of, of grace and of, of value. They add value to whatever man gets them. He's going to be blessed with them because hey, she can cook. She know how to keep house. She keep herself together, and she got good morals. We don't look for that no more. No, in, in today's time. It's we, crazy you said that because that's exactly yeah. I that married made, a woman that couldn't do nothing, yeah. and just to be all the way hundred, she was just good in bed. I think one of the deepest quotes I forgot what who said it, but they were like, "Hey, those no pretty no looks, problem. I want you." <laughs> like, hey, those pretty looks, that fine body, they ain't gonna be able to take care of your kids. <laughs> They're not gonna be able to take care of your kids, and no more. And 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 see when men hear that, or whoever the opposite of it hears it, it's like they're and now a woman will hear this, and and be with a girlfriend. She might hear this podcast and be like, "Yep, that's the kind of man you need right there. He need to know have the means. He need to have the know how. He need to uh, come and respectfully. You forty years old. You think somebody coming looking for your daddy? You don't even know where he at. You don't live with him. Why am I asking your father for your hand?" You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just, let me make my point. I'm saying somebody they're going to hear that. And they're going to instantly start beating dude. They're going to weaponize this for how they date. Just like they did with the five love languages. A man is going to hear this and he's going to say, yeah, she needs to learn how to cook, clean, have good morals and all of that. But the first thing you need to do when you're getting with somebody is first look at you. Like, do you have the qualifications for a marriage? Right. Not not look at them and say, do you have them? Do, do, do you have them? Do I, I can honestly them? say that neither one of us had it. No. Right. That's the thing. Marriage Y'all more than anything. what I said. But okay. I'm, I'm responding, but. <laughs> Y'all not. Marriage more than Y'all anything. Turn this into a show where we just making good points and we ain't conversing. But go ahead. I'm sorry. That was just marriage, an underlay. Marriage more than anything gonna make you look at yourself. That's it's gonna grow you up. One thing Gerald can say, and one thing I can say because we've been married, it, it takes like we can't deal with certain type of women, and because the mind state will be immature. I mean, marriage is gonna grow you up, and it's gonna force you to look at yourself in which. It's supposed to grow you up. A lot of people still want to put blame on other people and not on themselves. But people who are introspective and mature, they're going to look at, look, you know what? Yeah, this was, yeah, it, it was my fault. So me, I can look at my marriage, even though I didn't pull the trigger on my marriage, I take 100% responsibility. That marriage was my fault. <laughs> Why? Because... I chose that person. I chose a person who was broken. I chose a I had my I had my own twenty four, had my own house. Hey, working full time, making good money. Hey, it was no reason why I should be this. <laughs> she had and that's not a downplay on her or her things happen. She but, wasn't married from marriage though. Right. She already had two kids from previous relationship and basically she was broken. 
So I married a broken person thinking I come in and fix everything. And part of it had to be of part of it. It was a play on me on me giving and me thinking I can come in and be a hero. Yeah, that hero complex. That hero complex. Yeah. Right. A lot of guys have that. Yeah. And it's it's nothing wrong with having a hero complex. It's but you have to understand that, bro. I am not the hero in this story. Well, in marriage, it is something wrong with that. No, I mean, I'm talking about it has to be a balance. Yeah. So, meaning, man, it has to be a balance. So, in marriage, what you're saying, you're absolutely correct. Because one of the things I, and I was just thinking about that, a lot of a lot of people want the crown. But they don't want, hey, the responsibility to come with that crown. Hey, they want to walk around like they head of the household, but I don't want none of the stuff folks come with it. So, for example, I heard this dude was like, yeah, hey, man, I'm, I'm the, I don't heard a lot of dudes say, uh, I want to, hey, my wife don't want me to be the head. She won't let me be the head. All right, boom, it's turned over to you. What you going to do? Man, she ain't working. Or she don't want to do this. Like, bro, understand, this is the stuff that comes with being the head. Like it's the if your wife choose never to work again, she got that right <laughs> because you are the leader. Like all right, boom, you know what? You made that choice. Like my wife, ex wife, ex wife, my ex wife. She, uh, I put her through school, through nursing school, with the help of God. More so, the help of God than me. <laughs> But the thing was, I didn't, I understood the roles of what a husband is. So a lot of dudes want that role. They want that title, but they don't want any other stuff to go behind it. So just like a lot of women are deceived by social media, dudes deceived by social media too. Like at the end of the day, this is what I signed up for. So this is who I am. Look, if you choose never to work again... I signed up for that. Yes, that's right. I signed up for that. I can't want you. I yeah, I signed up for that. Yeah. Like when when people are reading, marriage is a covenant. It's an institute of God. And when people are reading that, when the guy's standing up there, the what is it called, officiant or whatever, the reverend or he's standing up there reading the things to that covenant. He's like, hey, do you take this person for better or worse? Hey, do you take this person through their best of times, through their worst of times, if they get sick in their greatest of times? Hey, if this person is just a jacked up individual, do you swear by God to love them for the rest of your life? People don't hear that. They hear all those other words and they like, I do. <laughs> and then when the worst time comes, Hey man, I ain't signed up for this. It's I'm finna get the hell on. This something you told me a long time ago that never left me. Uh, everything got a price, right? Everything and got a price. Every nah, it wasn't everything got a price. It's everybody you choose to love has. You no, know man, you messing. I I remember. I'm trying to get it out. You just <laughs> cut me off. I, like I need to write this down. 
for everybody that you choose to love, there's a price associated with that person. And that price is pain. It's going to be a pain for everybody you choose to love. And we think that, you know, I can love this person. It's just going to be a different pain associated with that. And what we like to do is run from pain. So you see a lot of people going from this relationship. Nope, I don't like that pain. Going from this relationship. Nope, I don't like that pain. You, The thing is, you can't choose the pain. You can't choose the pain. A lot of people think they can, but it's a pain associated. The pain is the, pr- the price. The price of loving somebody is pain. You said choose the love. Man. You, you think love is a choice? Yeah, it's a choice. How so? Because it's a decision. So, regardless, love is... A lot of people want to put love into a thing of an emotion. Yeah. Love is not an emotion. Love is a decision. So, based on... Regardless of how I feel, regardless of what's going on, I've decided to love this person through whatever. Regardless... Because, hey, I'm not going to feel the same every day. I'm a, years going to pass and I'm going to come home... And my wife, she ain't going to be looking the same. <laughs> she going to get old. I'm going to get old. But I've decided to love this person through everything. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. And the thing is, it's, and I like like more of you dis- decision. Because when I you... I like what Denzel said on that movie, Senses. When you're talking really to his son. Check that. He was just talking about... Nigga, it don't matter if I love you. Right. I have a responsibility for you. Right. You know what I mean? He was talking, and when he used love, you know, he was talking about that emotional stuff right. that people look from, look for in us, for them. Right. He was like, I have a responsibility. I have a commitment to take care of you. Right. That's what's most important. That's my priority when it comes to you. Right. He... It was just the point on, on that, not, not you know, the movie. It just, gotcha. that, that's kind of, it, it kind of goes into what we're both saying. We're just saying it differently. Right. You know, we're, we're all three of us. We're saying it differently, but love ain't just the googly eyes. Right. A lot of butterflies. people, a lot of women and men too, they in love with being in love. They like that feeling. Yeah, I don't, one of the things that you are always hear. <laughs> That I've always heard from women. I'm just not happy anymore. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> okay, what that mean? Well, I'm just not happy. Like, so what are you saying? I'm just not happy. You, like, first of all, women let's get so trendy though. Let's get this thing with I'm just not happy. I am not responsible. And my daughter, she just started dating. And she ain't start dating until she was 18. I put that rule out there for them. For my son and my daughters. A lot of people like, what? They can't date until they 18. I'm like, right. I'm like, first of all, they extraordinary. So I'm not training them or raising them to be ordinary to what they do, what society is doing. They, they're I'm holding them to a different standard. Was she allowed to have friends of the opposite sex before? Yeah. That? She was allowed to do that. But in terms of dating, and the reason why is because right now, during the teenage years, it's turbulent. 
Like your emotions all over the place. So my dog just came to me and said, she came to me like she'd been on this boyfriend thing. And like, yeah, yeah, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend. I'm like, look, okay, I will let you have a boyfriend if you tell me why you want a boyfriend. Huh? (laughs) I was like, your purpose determines your intent of what you're going to do. Like if I tell you I want a job, why you want a job? I want a job so I can go out and make money, so I can be independent. Okay, you've told me you've told me your purpose of wanting a job. That purpose tells me your intent. Why do you want a boyfriend? Uh, right. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, if you could tell me why, <laughs> she couldn't tell me. I'm like, do you want somebody to make you feel good, better about yourself? Why do you want a boyfriend? She couldn't. I bet you that's what it was. Right. She well, wanna right, see right. she see everybody, but that's the thing. You yeah. can't do what everybody is doing. And then the boy who this boy she came to me last week. This boy who she liked, I asked her, asked him, I mean, one thing I say, he had heart. He got on the thing FaceTime, was like, Yes sir, no sir, no man. I'm like, All right, look, why do you want to date my daughter? Or you wanna be a boyfriend? Yes, sir. Eventually. I'm like, you know what? I give you respect. You got heart. So why you want to but why what's your purpose for wanting to date her? I just want to make her happy. <laughs> Sir, you ain't got no power to make her to be happy. You you can't make her happy. That's a good question to answer like Christians and well anybody that wants to get married. Right. Like take for a second, you know, just remove God from the equation. I've been trying to do that <laughs> to have that clear Yeah, so you can because like, you asking your daughter, she's not going to bring up God is why she want to start a covenant with a man. Right. She's going to talk about why whenever she did answer or does answer that question, she's going to talk about her own personal wants and desires for a relationship with a male. Right. When we get older, we get so PC. We we so politically correct. If you talk to a Christian about why they want to get married, oh, well, well, hallelujah. Amen. They, they start rocking in the chair like, yeah, like your grandma. Like, they finna give you a sermon. Right. But they won't tell you why they want to get married, why that desire is there. That's going to determine why you, you if if you should get married. If you can answer that, you got to go back to, I always tell people, as the, the way I make decisions, first God, and then that 10-year-old boy, I want to make him proud. The 10-year-old me. I want to be the kind of man that he'd be proud of. So when I when I choose things based on, you know what I mean, those two those, those two entities for me, my decisions are better. When whenever I sway away from that, it's always uh, tumultuous. You know what I mean? It's always a, a it's always a tragic decision. There's always something bad gonna come out of it because I don't go back to what I know. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So, pick back up what Gerald said. Y'all got to start responding to what I'm saying. That, I, I just said, <laughs> we're piggybacking off what Gerald's saying. You take what I'm saying and then you turn it into another scenario. <laughs> Bro, I don't... You sitting here just smiling. No, he's taking stuff in. He's taking in. notes. 
That's how you learn. That is not a podcast, bro. Sir. You cannot. <laughs> you get two people who who ain't. I've been on one podcast, and you try. All right, let me let y'all watch. That this. same so, raw conversation y'all was having, and I was like, I want y'all on this show. That's because you're trying to control the conversation. No, I you want y'all to have it. That's what we doing. But I want y'all to wake up, bro. He was crying. I am wait. He was crying, and you was preaching. And you sound like a street nigga too at the same time. I, I don't know how preaching. you pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta be relatable. <laughs> <laughs> so we taking if you wanna go basically back to why you got married. So nine times out of ten, we got married for the wrong reasons. So you can't get married for the wrong reasons and say, Yeah, I want out because you're out. That still does not release you from that covenant you made yeah you know what mm. at the end of the day I got I was broke I was broke we both was broke my thing was, and I ain't listened to anybody who was telling me anything because I thought I knew everything so when it comes down to it I tried to be responsible for her happiness you can't be responsible for somebody's happiness your wife is not responsible for your happiness. You're not responsible for her happiness. That's too much responsibility to put on one person. Because at the end of the day, if I can't make you happy, I'm going to try to do this to make you happy. I'm going to try to do this. If I can't do it, then what? That's a lot of responsibility. You're not. You should already come into a relationship. A lot of people get married for the wrong reasons. That's why divorce rate is super high. So. They ain't even get married. Right. If you're in a relationship with somebody, you got to come, just like my oldest daughter, I told her, I'm like, look, you keep having these problems because both of y'all are incomplete, two incomplete people, and y'all looking for the other person to make y'all whole. I'm like, we just going to keep coming back to this. Break up, get back together, break up, get back together. I'm like, we're going to keep coming back to this. I'm like, the smartest thing you can do, get yourself fixed first. Be a whole person coming into a relationship because you love you attract what you love what you hate and what you are if you broken you're going to attract broken people <laughs> or somebody who's trying to fix somebody who's broken you right yeah. so but if you go into a relationship whole you're going to attract whole people but even when you whole you still have right I just thought I said that I am. Right. So a lot of times, one of the best, one of the worst things they can say is, "Divorce gives you an out." So this a problem. Hey, a coward's out. Right. It gives you an out because ultimately you ain't gonna be able to fit. I can't fix the problem. God gives you problems. God will put you in a situation so you cannot fix a problem without Him. Like, there's no way he can fix this problem without me. So, I'm going to see what he going to do. Man. So, have you prayed? Yeah, man. I don't pray. I've been talking to God. Well, God, God didn't say, nah. Really? <laughs> um, I asked my mama. I, I, God will put you in a, a situation to where the only way you can solve this, I can help you solve this problem. So, it's just like the story about the boy... He was with his dad. It was a boulder on top of the hill. And it was a boulder in the middle of the road. And dad was like, hey, man, you can move that junk. You do use all the strength you have. 
So son got out, out the car cocky and he was like, hey, let me go ahead and do this. Son started pushing. Dad just sat there on the car like, you can do it, son. Just use all the strength you got. Hey, the son struggled for like 30 minutes till he got frustrated. And then he started whining. <laughs> like, hey, you lied to me. You told me I can do it if I use all the strength I got. And dad was like, hey, I ain't lie to you. You ain't use all the strength you have because you ain't asked me for help. Hey, Dad, can you help me? Yeah, let's move this boat out the way. Easy move that truck out the way. He tried to do it by himself, got frustrated. So that's what it really comes down to. A lot of people, divorce is an easy out. Yeah, I can get married if it don't work out, we just divorce. Yeah. You don't fix nothing. Right, you're going to repeat that too. Yeah, you'll keep repeating because divorce is an easy out. Okay, so uh, say you have a y'all have a conversation, good conversation, and she feel like this is something that she want to do for herself. It's not necessarily I said that I wanted it, but she wants to fix herself by herself. That makes sense. Yeah, first of all, she right wants now, to do for herself. So you can't she. control what another person is doing. So just like my wife, I didn't pull the trigger. My ex-wife, I didn't pull the trigger on that relationship. Good correction. On the divorce, she did. I'm like, look, whatever going on, we can get counseling fixed, but divorce ain't no fix. That's not a fix for anything. It don't solve anything. It just destroys families. That's all it does. Because ultimately, the kids are going to suffer. Not just kids, generation. That has a ripple effect. Effect. Through generations. Yeah. So. so that's going to always be an option for your children now. Right. Your friends are going to see that. Right. Yeah. It, it affects the whole community. Right. So this is one of the things that I want you to realize. So if something is broken, that people need to realize. If something is broken, I can't look at the person who's broken to fix it. So. A lot of times when I kept, when I was having issues with my ex-wife, I kept pointing to things she was doing. And I didn't, it wasn't until I had a true conversation with God, he made me look at myself. It was like, hey man, because I keep telling you the story, I was telling, hey, you putting the wife, you putting the kids before me. God was like, hey, you put other things before me. He wanted me to take a look at myself. Only by fixing yourself can you fix the other person. She's not even in the equation, meaning she's in the equation, but as long as you're looking for her, to fit, because ultimately that's what we do. It's that blame. I'm blaming her for my happiness. I'm blaming him for my happiness. I'm blaming her for the reason why this thing is, I'm blaming her for the reason why this, no. Like the only people who can fix, like first it starts being that you're the head, it starts with you. So meaning, God she ain't able to do that. <laughs> Meaning, she don't even see how messed up she is. It's like, we don't know how messed up we are until years later we take a look at ourselves like, I was doing that? I was doing that? So, what you what you gotta do is as long as you keep and you always have a tendency to look at that person. Like, that's what this person is not doing. That's what he's just saying? Yeah, because once you look at that person and go by what they're saying, 
you take the blame off of them. Yeah. Take the blame off, off you. Of you. And you don't share the responsibility of their relationship. It's two people. Right. In the marriage, it's three. Yeah. So, God, one time, God had me go through this. God is technically not a person. Right. So, yeah. So, God yeah, had me go through. Court. Right. God had me go through this arduous process of love. And he was like, man, let me basically teach you about this true love thing. So, at the time, she was just being a, just a total bitch. Like, evil. Okay. Like. You called your ex-wife the B-word? Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> it was true. And I heard this sermon, and it was like, it was like the love. I don't remember what it was, but it was like, you know, God, his character changes people. And it's like, no matter what you do, God still loves you. And the fact that he still loves you, like, that changes people. Like, so, he's like, I want you to do that. I'm like, what? He like, no matter what she do, no matter what she do, I want you to show my love toward her. Man, she, that was the evilest that I've ever seen. <laughs> like, when I'm talking about, he's like, I don't want you to get pissed. I failed so many times with that. But I'm like, he's like, hey, let's go back to the drawing board. Let's do it again. He's like, this time, don't get pissed. Smile. And he like, so every, everything that I had to go back to a point to where I was just saying, hey, I, I love you. Every time she do something, I love you. I love you. And I'm just walking around and I was, I didn't even understand how stronger I was getting. Like she was, I'm talking about some evil stuff. God was like, I'm going to take care of her. I just want you to get this lesson. So I'm in the Bible reading, praying, and just evil, just coming at me. And I'm like, I love you. I love you. Yeah, the more you read, the worse it got, probably. Right. So <laughs> it got, I'm like, I'm not going to respond in anger. My thing was, I'm going to respond the way God responds to me when I mess up. And it was just, I love you. You ain't never think about beating Bro. I was thinking about killing <laughs> So one night, one night, I knew I had passed the test. Got my life. One night, she was just, it was just ranting and raving. I would not, I refused to argue with her. I refused to go to that point of. It's a long story. Yeah. All right, let me, let me skip to it. I went to, <laughs> I was laying down and she just started arguing. I got up, like I love you. Went in the went in the front room, laid down. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue. Only thing I know, I closed my eyes and cold water just was dumped <laughs> on me. <laughs> and I got up. <laughs> you ain't been in, in in a marriage until you don't have no late nights. Right. And I got <laughs> up and I was scared. <laughs> Cause normally I would choke her out. <laughs> but I'm like, I love you. <laughs> and I laid back down. The only thing I know is, God like, good. That morning, it was a totally different person. I don't know what the hell happened, but it was a totally different person. So, to say that is to say, 
it's all on you. Like you're a reflection of your wife. We're a reflection. Yeah. Vice versa. There's something you said earlier um, that that made me geek out for a second. I was thinking about the world. You remember they used to have those computer stores all over the place, and 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 uh, even when you go to like hardware stores now, replacement parts aren't a big item anymore. And uh-huh. like the they just store. want you to get something new. They just want you to replace it. Right. Like so, you know, and psychologically, I feel like the whole world is being pushed to 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 replace things instead of fix things. Like even when I was growing up, the remote broke. We either go find a new faceplate, a motherboard, stick it in there, and snap that thing back together, throw a little tape on it, and make sure you know, just to be extra sure, and leave it alone. Now, you ain't satisfied if you got some tape or something broken in the house. You got to go buy something else. Right. Your car can't. Your 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 car can't have something nagging wrong with it. For a long period of time, without you saying, "Hey, I'm gonna go get a new car," we ain't gonna fix it. Hey, it's like all you gotta do is go get a new engine and throw it in there, or or you can go get another twenty thousand dollar loan and get a whole new car. But there's nothing wrong with this car, but you know, two thousand dollars and uh, you got fixed. Now, don't get me wrong. I get I get your theory on that, but sometimes fixing things don't fix the problem either. What? No. Fixing things always fix the problem. Always. Using engines as a example. I'm, I'm just, I was throwing out everything. I get what you mean. Every, you. Everything. Right. We're taught, if, if you, you can replace it, something, fixed. if you replace something, this is this is what one of the fallacies that people make. I can replace my mate, my spouse, and they fix the problem. How it's going to fix the problem is the problem is you. You're just going to end up repeating over and over and over until... Four, five times, six times, guy. Like, well, how you lost the engine? Did you get oil changes when you were supposed to? Right. Did you putting the right gas in there. Did you right. have the right tires on there? Did you follow the maintenance plan? Nope. Right. So, uh, the easiest thing to do is the easiest thing to do is it's easy. It's easy to go file divorce, but it's not all. It's going first. It's not going to solve a problem, especially if the problem is you. You're just gonna get with somebody else and repeat the problem. The thing with the thing with repeating problems when you get older, <laughs> you ain't got that many more summers. <laughs> but also, getting older also should make you make better decisions in who you. It choose. makes you if you grow if through you that grow. experience. If you mature, I shouldn't yeah. say mature. Mature through if that you, experience. If you truly grown and mature. Yeah, you ain't around here looking for. Just any old, you know, right. what I mean, hole in the wall. Because you're going to be like, yeah, you know, I could do that, but, you know, it would be wiser to do this. Because some people be selfish as hell in relationships. They do. So let me ask you this. You've been married. Yeah, I guess you can call it that. No, was you married or you just call it that? I call it training day. Remember when Denzel and called the white boy? That's what my marriage was like. So let's hear about your marriage. We heard about David's marriage already. <laughs> that was the gist of my marriage. We barely lived together, and we barely did anything to say to, to work towards marriage. And it just got old. It got old. I kept trying to force something that didn't supposed to be. It, it wasn't supposed to be. I, I, I went at marriage logically. 
I didn't do it with with God. I didn't do it with with my heart, spiritually, none of that. It was just a logical decision. And I fought logically. I only wanted it because I didn't want to be the guy that it didn't work. And it and that alone hurt me. That alone hurt me because I couldn't make it work. And I'm like, I was like Stifler from American Pie. Like, who doesn't want Stiffmeister? You know what I mean? When he's saying he could not make it work, it's a great saying in that. He didn't have God in the equation. No. That's one of the things that you got to realize. Marriage is just not you and that other person. It's you that other person and God. It's his institute. How are you going to kick him out of his institute? Right. <laughs> and then expect everything to work smoothly. It's like, hey, your car's supposed to work with an engine. If I take that engine out the car, hey, man, this car ain't working. <laughs> it, it won't even start. And then you're like, hey, hey, let me go ahead and give me a new car. You're going to buy the same car. The engine is not even in the... Man, I just had the worst luck. So, if you kick him out the equation, it's not going to work. Car going to keep breaking down. Right. You're going to keep having the same car. You're going to get a different car. Right. It's nice until it's time for you to start doing the stuff you're supposed to do in that, right. to that car. Marriage is hard work. A lot of women... Appreciate it. A lot of people want say they want to be married, but they don't know the work that goes behind it. And it's more it's not work. labor, though. Right. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, when you, when people say marriage is hard work, they look at it like construction work or your shift at work. It's not. It's not physical. It's not like physical labor. It's not like hard labor. No. You just have to actually show up and have put effort in. Right. Right. There is no relationship if you don't include yourself in it. Right. Because so, the root word of relationship is relate. You have to be a part of it. And more work goes on yourself than the other person. That's why a lot of people mature in after marriages or doing marriages, they grow and they become more responsible. Like, they're a better person because, hey, instead of, if I'm always looking at you and what you're doing, whatever you focus on is going to become worse. So if I'm always focusing on your problems, they're just going to get bigger. They're going to get so big that they mask my issues. I'm glad you said that because that's one of her main things. She focused on everything else that she can't let me rephrase it like she don't ever focus on herself she sits around and thinks the worst about everything to the point where she don't love herself right she don't want to do nothing for herself right and she don't know how to how can I say this she knows. She don't know how to love herself. She don't know how to take action. She sounds immature, bro. You know, she don't. And that's the one thing that makes a lot of things hard for me because I try to help her. I'm not going to sit here and say I've never tried to help her with anything because I'm a helper. I'm a giver. You, you're I a giver. I try to help. 
but you've been doing it the wrong way. You've been doing it without God. So mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, your best efforts. One of the one of the Bible verses that just gave me liberation was Zechariah four sixteen. No, four six. You know how to read the Bible? Not this one. Old <laughs> Testament. Uh It started with a Z. Minor prophets. <laughs> right before slow. <laughs> right before right before Matthew. <laughs> a little bit before Matthew. But I could quote it, but I, I prefer Go ahead and quote it. It says, Not by might nor by by power, but by my spirit. Zachariah what now? Four six. And break down that, that verse. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. So yeah, break down. So I always used to, that's when I was in my mode of fixing things, coming in trying to save, and I just found myself getting drained, like drained to the point of exhaustion. And each time I'm like, hey, God, I need a word. I open up the Bible, split the Bible, like the old folks say, cut the Bible. Each time I cut the Bible, that's the verse that we're gone. Zechariah 4 6, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. Might has to do with logic. If you're a genius, I can think my way out of my this problem. Power, strength. You're like, hey, you might be the smartest person, you might be the strongest person, but you ain't gonna get out of this problem <laughs> without me. So it's like, look, I've been trying to do this in my intellect, I've been trying to do it in my strength, but I haven't actually been trying to do it with your spirit. And to put that in layman's, I'll give a scenario of you see a bunch of homeless people. Right. You need to, and you go into work every day, you need to stop and get them money every day. Right. Or you can teach them. How to make money. Yeah. yeah and, and you're not helping them. It's like you don't, you can teach a man, you can, you can give a man fish, but if you teach him to fish, he'll eat forever. Right. I know the saying don't go like that. I'm just rough. We get what you mean. Uh, he looked like he about correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I so when you help people, you know what I mean. When you helping somebody, you, you, you have to be careful that you're not crippling them. Right. I'm glad you said that because I feel like that's exactly what I've done. Yeah, you replaced her parents, and that's exactly what you said yesterday too. I know. That's why I repeated it. Right. But I thought it was dope. Right down. You found out. The you problem. heard me. I heard you. So I the found, problem, I see what the problem is. You know, what is the problem? Me. Right. How do you feel right now with what you're going through? Honestly, like all jokes aside, like how do you feel right now? Honestly, I don't know how to feel. Man. Did you go home and pray? I did. Did you really give time with God? I did. All right, keep doing that. That shouldn't be a one-time thing. That should be, let me get in this routine because I'm going to need your strength. Meaning, not a, uh, you got something I can hold. I appreciate it. <laughs> and then you keep going. That should be a routine. Like, that should and be. I actually, not only did I pray, I actually talked to her as well. What she said her love um, language is. What is up with y'all in these love languages? <laughs> it's important. Is it? It's very important. I haven't talked to her about that, though. Right, I did just have a conversation with her about how she feel about things. 
And I did ask her, has she prayed during this whole But situation. she already said she don't believe in she God. She don't. She don't. But I did want to ask her that, though. Just in case, you know, she don't. She's a person that really don't open up. What'd she say? You know, she started to open up last night? Just a little bit. Right. Just a little bit. It's like, I have to, like, force it out of her. So the more you, you'll find, you're going to find out, the more you start to get closer to God, the more your relationship towards her is going to change. The question is, what's she going to, what's going to happen if she say her love language is touch? (laughs) Touch it. When it comes to that love language and stuff, I feel like people force those. I, I feel like they force them, they weaponize them. And and what you're doing is you're 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 more so living backwards. What do you mean? What you didn't have is how you identify with your love language. If you didn't get touched enough, if you didn't get enough time when you were younger, mm-hmm. you're going to identify with quality time and physical touch, right? Because of what you didn't have, you're not allowing yourself to be here right now. You know what I mean? When every time you visit the past, you absent in the present. You can, so you can weaponize. If it's being weaponized, yes, but it's still just like I was like. It is a weapon. If if even if you put it in a, in a softer note of it, um, if I identified that because of trauma, right, which most people do. Okay, I got distracted. I'm okay with that. It was jiggling. Show missed it. It was jiggling. It was like, that's all I can say about that. Touch. Talking about touch, right? Yeah. <laughs> if I identify my love languages because of trauma, that's unhealthy for any any relationship. I had a Madea moment come out into <laughs> any relationship that I enter in, identifying my love that way. Why I, I think a lot of people, especially women, need to shut the hell up and let somebody. If you've been loved in, a, in improperly, shut up and let somebody love you. Right. No, and 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 if you move that because that you create an expectation again. Okay. That this is the only way that I can receive. This is I'm choosing how you can love me. You can only come in this way. I might be doing one through four over here. You focus on five. Right. And that's one of the things you used to piss me off. Like, hey, man, I'm, I'm working. Hey, everybody identify. It's at some point it's a maturity level because you actually have to grow. Like, just like I was telling my daughters, like, look, man, you can't fault somebody for trying to be. They might not love you the way you want them to love you but you can't fault them for loving you with everything they have just because if they at one and you're at five you can't fault them for going 100% at one and then and as you continue to grow yeah you might be at five this year right and as you grow and mature and you heal over your past and whatever you're going through that made you even choose five yeah or identify with that yeah you might move to three. Right. But it's still... But you're forcing five. You have to start where that person is at. 
So meaning that's not that's not to It's not even the purpose of the book that we're doing here. You have to start where the person is at. So more than anything, that's not to say, okay, we gonna always do this, but I have to start you gotta start healing from somewhere. You should so, come into a relationship until you've done that. Right. Ninety nine percent of people do not come into relationships like that. Healed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody comes into so a take relationship. Take my situation. Her coming back. Don't nobody really care about your situation, I'll be honest. I know. Go ahead. But I'm, I'm gonna say it anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah, in the room. <laughs> so how am I supposed to take it if she decided to come back? And she wasn't fully ready. She hasn't. Let me explain something. Healed. She ain't. You keep looking at her expecting her to be healed. That's why I say. I'm not expecting her to be healed. But I'm telling you that she's telling me that she wasn't quite ready to come back. Her healing will be through you. What? Meaning God. The more you get to God. And understand. Because. God, you, God, the wife. Oh, so both of y'all got a hero conflict. Her healing will no, come through him. This, what I mean is, God can fix her through you. Hmm. But you got to allow him to use you to fix her. Meaning, as you get closer to him, God will tell you to do things that might be simple. And that will bring healing to your wife. But that's just like a switch, though. It's like a what? Like a switch. When people use that analogy when they're talking about how women use kids in in in, in uh, separation and divorce, how they use the kids to beat the man down, and they don't realize that that switch is being damaged as well. No, he's not going to be damaged if if he if he doesn't handle that. If he's not allowing God to do the work, right. He'll be damaged. Meaning, if you go in still trying with that him, hero complex business as usual, yeah. You have to come to what the best thing you did, hey, you know what, God, hey. You have to stop looking at her. That's one of the best things you can do. And what I mean by stop looking at her, stop looking at her faults. Everything she's doing wrong, everything she's saying. Right now, she has no capacity to help herself. Even if she goes home, she has no capacity to help herself. You don't even have a capacity to help her. You've tried for five years. Okay. The only person who has capacity to help her is God. Which she doesn't even believe in. So you're married to her. You know what? I can fix it. <laughs> Not you, God. Like, hey, come talk to me. Let me tell you what's going on with your wife. Now, he can make the choice to stick around for that whole healing process, but it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. You have to understand what you're signing up for. He already signed up for it. Yeah. Well, if you continue, it's going to hurt. Yeah, you signed up for it. But you can still, yeah, you know what? I'm good. Ten years, you'll be back here. <laughs> you will. Because it's the thing. God 
ain't going God don't fail you. He just give you retake. Yeah. You gotta you gotta understand marriage, you gotta understand love. Right. All of that stuff the thing are, are things you need to understand before you say I do. Right. And since you didn't completely you gotta go through it within your marriage. Yeah, that does not abdicate you from that responsibility. Right. So, but, like, he'll give you grace to deal with it. Yeah. Meaning, well, other dudes, like, man, how the hell you deal with it? Like, just like a lot of people have grace, God has graced people to deal with dead bodies to where they can, and it don't bother them. So, the best thing you can do is get close to God. Like, I talk to God, like, every day like full blown conversations about everything because God knows me so I mean everything smashing everything I know she a whole guy but (laughs) (laughs) hey I'm real with God God is real with me so a lot of people cannot be real with God because of how they view God now, that doesn't mean that this has to be the marriage he does the work in, right? What if what if he's truly what if they're truly at the point where they're this is it? And and it's time to start over and start right. If I say you at the end of the day, you can't control what somebody else do. Right. Just like with me, that's where I was getting I, I fight. I didn't pull the trigger. Like, but if somebody wants to leave me, I have no control. That's on them. 100% on them. So when it comes down to it, I didn't leave. That's not something God holds me accountable for. So, but you can't say, well, she won't believe me and you not fighting. I fought until I couldn't fight no more. Gerald will tell you that. But ultimately, if somebody wants to leave you, you can't control that. Hell, they ain't never been there anyway. Right. They ain't never been there anyway. That's you doing it to yourself. I I remember at a certain point, like I was saying, logically, I was doing things. In my marriage, I bought a house. Say, hey, I got a house for us. You know, you keep having problems living with people and stuff like that. You might as well let me get a house, and then you come over here and be with us. And that, what that did. With that, for somebody that didn't look at marriage and didn't want to save it as much as I did, for for whatever reason I wanted to save it, that just gave them that that just made me look like a bigger rug for them to walk on. You know what I mean? And and I had to come to grips with that. I had to be okay with that's that's the choice. That's the role I kept putting myself in in her life. I wanted to keep trying to fix something and save something that she was never a part of. And you can't look to her to answer the question, do you want to save your marriage? That's up to you. Right. But if she leaves and she ends the marriage and you keep letting her come back, you are the culprit. Right. You know what I mean? If she tells you over and over and over every day that she wants out, and she keeps showing you that she definitely is over for her. 
you you have to make a decision. You can fight. If you choose to fight, you can fight. But at some point, if that's all you've ever done with her, that's your relationship with her. Like this guy said, I will fight for you, but I ain't going to fight. No, he said, I'll fight with you, but I ain't going to fight with you. Yeah, I'll fight the world for you, but I ain't going to fight you for you. So, ultimately, you got to pray and ask God what he wants you to do. Yeah. And be honest. That's not to say... Go ahead, Ricardo. We ain't heard you say that. Go ahead, champ. I've been listening. Hurry up. Taking everything in. Do you believe a relationship or a marriage can work if y'all don't have the same goals? Yeah. Yeah. You two people. Y'all don't want the same exact things out of life. Right. But the beauty of marriage, y'all can get both met. You can meet both goals. Okay, so let me rephrase this question. Say, just like I asked, can a relationship or marriage work if y'all have two different goals? Can it work if one has no goals at all? Yes. Yeah. Everybody's success story doesn't look the same. For some people, it may be, I want to be like Jay-Z. For my wife, it may be, I just want to see the kids get off the bus coming home right. from school every day. Because that was one of the things I asked myself. So, and dating, uh, and dating a foreign woman. Yeah. Like, their ambitions is totally, like, I'm very ambitious. Like, look. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did say that. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. I like, I'm very ambitious in businesses and I'm an ambitious person. And me, my sights is like, yeah, this business, TV shows, such and such. And I've talked to women like Colombia and Cuba. Their ambition, when I've asked them, what's your ambition? What will you see yourself in the next five years? Uh, family, being married, having a nice home and kids. I'm like, what? And I was, I'm like, I don't know if I could do this because it might drive me crazy that seemed like you ain't got no ambition but I was looking at it the wrong way you trying to give her yours right yeah like I can't place right I can't place my ambition on her because yeah it has to be a balance because I work too much Mm -hmm. like a workaholic and I can't have somebody who's we might as well don't even be in the marriage. I'm a workaholic and you're a workaholic. There has to be balance. Oprah and Stedman. Have you ever seen a picture of Stedman not smiling? I don't know their story, but have you ever seen a, a picture of Stedman looking like he just... You know what I mean? He don't look like a servant to Oprah every time I see this dude. I need to put a picture of him on my wall. So, that dude is MVP. One of the things I, I'm like, wait a minute. But then I'm thinking, hold on. That's something that makes her happy. Like, and the fact that, she, and it was like, they're real huge on the patriarch. They're like, yeah, and I would just love to support my husband. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'll tell you something that I think that'll probably get me in trouble. I think most women, even if they are Oprah's, you know what I mean? They eventually revert back to that. 
the old husband. No, it's just 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 being a wife, being a woman, being I want to be in my house. I want to do woman things. I want to you know I I want to spend the day with the girls. I want to spend the day with the kids. I want to cook. I want to take care of my home. After you, after most women get into their forties, that whole I'm I'm the baddest punta. That 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 right there goes away. What's now, a, what if you're a woman that don't do neither one of them? Listen, what do you mean? I'm I'm listening to what y'all are saying, but what what I think, it just, but I'm trying to get you to understand what I'm saying. Just isolating what I would think for your wife. She hasn't been allowed, or she's never been. She's never gotten it okay. That for her not want to reach for the stars was okay, right? So in in in, in turn, she just don't do nothing. She's not ambitious like that, but somewhere in there, she she got this confusion going on that if she's not gonna be like that, she might have a cousin or a mother or auntie, or or social media probably don't influence her that she got to be like this. She got to be a go getter. She got to go get everything. Right. And if she ain't like that, then she doing it wrong. You can well, count. You can count success different she, ways. I ain't saying she's doing it wrong, but what I'm saying is she I'm has she ain't been allowed to think right. It's okay a part of that has to, to be like that. A part of that has to do with growth. And one of the worst things you can do is throw something away before it has a chance to become a diamond. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see nothing in you. Throw it away. So how long should you wait? That's my question. Bro, you signed up for it. This dude's in the Bible. I was trying to think of a dude in the Bible yesterday that, that was married to a woman forever. She was just wrong. Your thing is, this is why I keep telling you, take your focus off of her. Because as long as your focus is on her, you're not going to fix nothing. You're going to keep looking at her as being the problem. When you are the problem. Now, I'm not saying you're the problem in the overall marriage, but what you got to understand, you the head. So you're giving more response. God holds you to a bigger accountability than he does with her. So you say, okay, I'm, I'm the head. I set the tone for everything. I set the tone for everything. I set the tone for God in the family. I set the tone for everything. So, But he gets to decide who he's with, though. You have to ask yourself. If she never changes one time, right? If she never goes past the point of she, she's always the one that cries in the room in the dark, right? Doesn't cook, doesn't clean, doesn't right. do anything. Will you be happy with that? No. Okay, that's your answer. So, I'm not going to stress myself. That's my thing. I don't been through this eleven years. Let's let's. So what if she cooks and clean? You'll be okay with that. Let me answer it this way. If she did just a little bit more, I would be okay with that. So a little bit more that I've been trying to get out of her all this time. So let's let's take this back to the Genesis. You were doing it wrong. You didn't do it with God. And now you like that boy who frustrated crying. You told me I can do it. <laughs> hey man, you ain't even asked me for help. I hate to say it, ain't nothing but so many summons you got on this earth. Dude, if, if, if she's depressed or whatever mental illness that she's struggling with, or self-doubt, or self, self, low self-worth, or low self-esteem that she has to be dealing with, 
and that isn't comfortable to the life that you want for yourself, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Because it's not going to get no better for you looking at that. That's not, you You signed up to have somebody in a relationship with you. It looks like you signed up, it, you wanted that. You was hoping for that. But you actually signed up for somebody that wasn't present in your relationship the entire time. This whole relationship, everything that you got from this relationship is what you put into the relationship. She showed up dressed nice for a wedding because you asked her to marry you. She made the house look good because you probably bitched him on to make her do that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Anytime she's ever went out and tried to make herself look productive, she did it because somebody was making her do it. Me. That's not what she wanted to do. So, that is true what Gerald is saying. But, <laughs> spiritually, you stuck. If you're you not, look at the it thing is, way. the thing, there's two ways to look at this. But she ain't what I want. I want something else. Let me go. You're going to still be back here. Because ultimately when it came down, comes down to it, God can fix her. It's either you believe a hey, God can fix Either you believe God can fix her or he can't. But ultimately, something Gerald said that was real deep. And that comes to love. He's like, if she never changes, are you willing to be there? That, what he just said, is love. Because, understand, let's flip this around. If you never change, if you go back, like, hey, I don't got close to God. If you never change, and would God love you? Still love you the same. Right. If you never changed, if this was you towards everything, and you never change. Never read your Bible another day. You never pray anything. You never talk to God another day. Would he love you the same? As if you were doing all of it. He would. So it's one thing to say, yeah, you know, I love, man. That word love, people don't understand the gravity that comes behind that. Yeah, it's the same way that God loves you. If right. you don't have that love for somebody, you don't love them. Right. So... Even the thing with me, I was willing to go through whatever I had to go through because, hey, this is the cover that I made. But the beauty of the New Testament, though, which it don't mean abuse it. See, you on that bull. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> the beauty nah, of don't the leave New them, Don't even pray. Nope. <laughs> don't. Hey. I mean... But why why should he spend the rest of his life trying to correct the mistake he made? He's not trying. The thing is, he he's going He's not going to be happy. Let me ask you something. Is God concerned with our happiness? <laughs> Since you want to do this, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Is God concerned with our happiness? He wants us to be happy. Okay. Is God is God more concerned with our happiness or what we become? Since you want to do this, let's do it. <laughs> is God more concerned with our happiness or what we become? What we become, man. Right. Damn. Because a lot of times happiness is tied to things that are not even important. Like happiness, you get mature 
And you're like, Dad, man, when I was, you know, when I was younger, this made me happy. Now that I'm older, this is making me happy. Like, man, I used to be happy sitting down playing the games all day. Now, I'm... Just like them little things. Right. You grow up. So, if your happiness, a lot of times, you have to grow. So, the easy out would be, yeah, let me get a divorce. She's not doing this. You're still placing that blame on another person. That's the thing when you're saying, I'm not for divorce. Because I know God is not for divorce. Because at the end of the day, I went, the reason I fought so hard for my, for when I was married is because I know how hard God fights for me. Is he happy with false covenant too though? What? False covenant. What you mean false covenants? Like people that just, like if somebody just get married just to get married, ain't, ain't none of that involved. I don't even People do that now. So you think people. God want us a couple to be together when neither one of them are happy? Well, it's going to be time. See, if you grade your marriage off that, you should never get married. Right. Like, if, I mean, at this it's going to be time. It's going to be neither one of us. Bro, it's going to be, be time for neither ain't. one of y'all ain't, ain't and happy. This gonna be, it's going to be. times I ain't even say that. Like, man, let me go in and that was a, feelings are fickle. That happiness. Yeah. Like. You 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 mentioned marriage. If you go and you sit down and talk to, hey dad, has it ever been a time when you weren't happy with mom? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. You ask your mom the same question. We gonna tell you about that time they went to auntie house and y'all. No, nah, they ain't gonna tell times. you all the time. You know what I mean? Like why grandma and grandpa sleep in the same bed? Don't sleep in the same because grandpa snore. Nah, let me basically tell you. You get your drunk uncle. Man, that nigga cheated on her. <laughs> And he's still on punishment. He's still on punishment <laughs> 20 years later. Why they ain't divorced? Hey, he, he said he love her, but he don't like her. <laughs> Commitment, though. Commitment. Commitment. And, and every then, marriage ain't like that. The dude that you seen, my godfather, I just went down there and spoke to him. 50 years. Right. Everything that went goes wrong in marriages happens in their happen in their marriage. Everything. That's why they say this. This is one thing. Marriage is not for little kids. It's for grown folks, mature people. Like because everything is gonna happen. It's gonna be times when you want to leave, and you do leave. Right. <laughs> you know how many times I left in my marriage? I was gonna sleep with my brother. Took the kids. Hey, screw this. Slept in the car. Went. Called the police. <laughs> Like, but those are things that happen. As you grow, that's part of the thing of growing together. Yeah. You, one of the things, one thing I could say, God was in the midst. God helped me through that. If I didn't have God, it would have been a wrap. Because ultimately, we still decided to leave those marriages. You have opportunity while you're still in it to make right. a decision for yourself. Do you want to, because it, once you do the work for your marriage, if you choose to stay there, it's going to be a beautiful thing. It is. And that's why I don't want, honestly, but it keep, some keep coming to me saying, hey, you got a gym. Don't leave. Don't but, leave. But if you do decide to leave, devil's advocate. It doesn't, well, I don't want to say devil's advocate. It doesn't mean this the only chance you'll be able to be to experience a marriage that you want. Correct. You're still young enough, 
you but you have to take the tools that you learn that was the demise of this one and apply it for the better in your future experiences one of the things you have one of the things you have you get to get the wisdom without the wounds yeah like you get to get the wisdom with I ain't talking about some people who because there's a lot of people who come go through divorces they come out bitter and then they stuck and what I mean by stuck is they stuck on that issue that happened to them well they did me this way they did me this way it's it's just like I was almost stuck when I was telling you about the issue what happened in the car and God was like hey man it could I could have easily been stuck like each morning it was like moping hell like I'm sad over what had happened God was like how long you gonna let this go on it's like yeah I know it happened but what you want vengeance like yeah I want vengeance (laughs) I want her to suffer for what she did hey you do understand alright I'm already set go right now you say the word and she finna start suffering but let me throw out this little caveat if I make her suffer for what she don't did I gotta make you suffer for what you don't did (laughs) he like hey I'm not trying to dissuade you I'm just letting you I'm just being 100 with you so you know everything (laughs) he's like but hey I'm still already said go what you want just speak the word (laughs) I just won't mercy (laughs) just let it go (laughs) I let that junk go I let that junk go. You don't want to be stuck because then you can't move. So right now you're in a situation you say you don't do everything you can. You have not done everything you can because you already said, hey, you know what? I ain't even brought God into the equation. You ain't even gave God a chance to work on you or her because as much work that has to be done with her, much more work has to be done with you. It's as messed up as you might think she is. You 10 times that. I, I, I wish I had made certain stipulations, and 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 I know I don't I don't believe in divorce, but I I am divorced. I don't, I don't believe in it anymore. I wouldn't make that decision again. But in in in, in my turmoil, I wish I would have made decisions like I want to make this work. But there's certain things that you got to do, and this right. this ain't no this ain't no I need to go go down walk downtown to get me a cheesecake you need counseling in right. order for me to stay here and try to make this work with you this is something you have to do today you need to start working on like, setting man, up this appointment today like we'll do it together if you need yeah. me to go to counseling with you yeah. i go to because i know it's just not you because anybody who can stay with somebody who you messed up too yeah and to my point the only reason I was going the direction I was earlier is because people say you, you, you only live once. Well, you live every day. Do you really want to live in suffering? Because in, in 10 years also, he can be right back at this point, like that switch, all broken and beat down. The leaves don't fall off. It ain't no sunshine nowhere for him because he don't sit there and ain't nothing changed with this woman. And I'm, I'm saying is that and in 10 years, you're going to be 40. 20 years, you're going to be 50. You have to make a decision. If she does not change, will you be okay? 
Right. And if you don't feel like you're going to be okay, brother, there is an out. But you have to understand if you take this out, just like, just to take away from what he said, that's that's going to be a smudge on your record. Because everything that happened in this relationship is still a part of you. Right. So you still have to fix that too. And fix the reason that you even chose it. One of the things I could say that gave me peace. If she wasn't going to change, that didn't bother me. And what I mean by it didn't bother me is God gave me peace to deal with her. Meaning he dealt with her. Like only thing I had to do. Like the beauty of marriage is that a lot of people don't realize is three. In the time that person ain't doing what they got to do, I can go to that person, but I can go to God. And anytime you go, go anytime you go to God, God gonna always tell you to look in the mirror and say, "All right, this is the issue I got with you." What? I'm telling you the issue I got with her. Yeah, but this is the issue I got with you. Well, yeah. The reason that you had that issue with her might be because of something you doing or not doing. Right, and God's gonna ultimately fix that in you. And then fix it in her. But it all starts with you. That is the hard stuff people don't want to realize. That's the hard work people don't want to put in. Because it's easy to say, God, um, this such and such is going on. I don't like how she's doing this. And God takes you to a mirror and say, okay, this is what I need you to do. But that's, that's a lot for you to think about and a lot for you to consider. Ultimately, this decision is going to be up to you. Right. You got free will. You can you can go out, but if you go out, you know what you got to do. I hope you understand what you have to do. If you stay, you need to stay with stipulation. If y'all at this point, hey, this is what I need you to do today. This ain't no. We not going to on no trips. We not going nowhere. I need you to start working on this now. If we gonna try to fight for this, I you would got to be in this relationship with me. I would say. Because then you put more, I would say, everything is predicated on you going to God. Because when you start to lean on, because right now, your mind. But he knows what she needs. She, she definitely needs therapy. I didn't say she don't need therapy. She needs a lot. Help. Yeah, she needs, she, right. she needs to go back and to I her parents. I feel like I need so help myself. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what I'm saying is he hasn't given God a chance to work either God is in your marriage or it's not either God gonna work it, it's not no in between that's how I look at it it's not no in between she's rejecting him and God though. but he can fix that God can it's does it have to be him wasting his life a little bit more longer for this more than anything, this is something you got to go to God for. Because <laughs> I see what this going to happen with me and Jerry. Because <laughs> Jerry is kind of invested because you his brother and it tugs at his heart that he don't want to see you go through that. <laughs> because I know Jerry for years. Right. I mean, what? I was like 15? So 15 I'm basically going to tell you basically just like I tell my son. Because I'm not telling you anything I, I haven't been through. So it's different when you say I've done everything and then versus when you have not done everything. 
But the rules of investment is after ten years of, of on a we job. We talking about worldly. We talking about worldly stuff. I'm, I'm, I let me tie it all. Can in. you honestly say that every time I came in and got my hair cut and I sat in that chair, that we talk about the same stuff every time? That's why I was going to say ten years on and in, involved in anything, you start seeing the fruits of your labor. Every time I come here. If it's the same results, the but same It was rights. the same thing because he was doing the same thing. Absolutely. I'm not taking the responsibility away from him. This is new. Like, this is what I'm saying. It's like, okay. I'm not taking the responsibility away from him that he can do that. I, 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 I've said it many times on this, this show, this episode right here, that he should do that. But ultimately... Your life, right? You 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 putting you, and this is why you shouldn't have chosen it because you didn't know what you were signing up for, right? A lot of people don't know what they signed up for, man. You, you I can signed say, up. I sit here and say that I did not know she what I was signing. She gave you a preview for. of who she was, and that's all you were saying. I do too. You was you was up there saying I do on a fantasy that she gonna become these things and she gonna be better. She was selling you dreams. That how she wanted her. Was she life selling you be? dreams, or was she basically one hundred the whole percent time? Yeah, I ain't even got to ask him that because I know in order for him to go ahead and believe that, because if, if 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 she's not enough today and she hasn't changed, she had to tell you that she was going to be better. She, she had that. to say it, and if she didn't she said do it, told me everything that she was going to do for us. And yeah. All that before we even got married. And so I look at it like this: we get married. You only saying as, I do to today. What you are right now is what I'm saying I do to. You ain't gotta never become none of them things ever. The the way I look at that is, it's the flip side. She told you everything she was gonna do. Made these broken promises. Hey God, I'm gonna be in church. <laughs> I'm gonna do all these. <laughs> this nigga done made all these promises. He, <laughs> he sold me a pipe dream. Yeah. With tears coming down his face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it, when we it, get what we give, though. We get what we get. I feel like I made a lot of sacrifices. You got that relationship with God is gonna translate in your physical relationship. Right. So, ultimately, you know. I would say there's two ways you can approach this. You can go to her and put stipulations on her, which... But it's constructive. This is what you need to do anyway. Regardless if we work. Right. right. You need therapy. She does. I'm not taking away the things she needs therapy. What I don't want you to do is start folk Because for five years, that's how your mind is geared. So your mind is geared on she's the issue. And I'm not taking away anything she's... That's not saying she ain't doing what she, she got to do. That's not saying that. I'm not abdicating her from anything. So, but what I'm not trying to do is get your mind to a state to where, okay, you stop focusing on your relationship with God, which is a reflection of your marriage, and then you start focusing more on her. Because it'll be... it's e Trust me, it's easy to go back to that. And then once you leave, hey, that's what I've been doing this whole relationship, whole time. 
Yeah, but you see, that's that's what I'm saying. Focus Even if her. the problem stops being about her, what this prop, what this is going to turn him into, what that bitterness is going to do to him. It's he doesn't have to let you don't have to let it make you bitter. It's in your face every day, though. God will give you grace, grace with yeah. that. You can get all that, but you're a human, and he ain't been there with God for a minute. I mean, I'm okay. just saying, just just no, for, you telling for, you telling for, for the better of both of them that for the best, I would never tell anybody to get get a divorce. But but in this case right here, with with that huge, with with, with just the glaring thought that y'all both made a, a crazy decision to even get married, separation. Not in just the not 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 far as like getting a divorce, getting married, but working on y'all individual selves. So and then making a decision. So separation is not biblical. But No, not Hold that. on, hold on, wait, 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 I'm wait. I'm not talking about separation like that. I'm talking about instead of making it about their marriage, separating the issues and you go over here and do what you gotta do for you. I'm going to go over here and do what I got to do for me. We come back to the table and then we make a sound decision of whether or not we can make this marriage work. See, that was our goal at first, but came back too quick. But see, you don't have to get a divorce. You don't have to even move out from each other. Here, they roommates now. But see, that, the way you handled it, like even talking to somebody else while y'all separated, that don't mean you divorce. Like, that means... You ain't even focused on you. Now... You keep turning the separation into that kind of separate. I'm saying separately work on themselves. You can do that in your house. That's basically... (laughs) What? What they doing now? No. They not doing that now. What? Going against the Bible? No, I ain't saying going against the Bible. My thing is... You don't want to put it to... The more you fix your relationship with you and God, it's going to fix that. Yeah. Like, it was things, I'm not telling you something for something I read, I'm telling you for something I experienced and went through and got the war scars from it. But he in a relationship with somebody that don't even believe in none of that. But, but his, his fight going to be that much harder. You don't know that. You can't say it's going to be that much harder. You got to fight what's wrong with the marriage, and you got to fight that entity too. That's that's a lot. It you, it's not saying that's going to be his story. I know. I'm looking at it from <laughs> from from man's. Like, he can easily God can easily change that. I'm telling you more than anything. You fix that. Like your it was things I ain't even have to open my mouth and say, dude. But you speaking from a divorce though. Ultimately, I can't control what she did. You signed the papers. So you wanted the divorce too? No, I ain't want divorce. At the end of the day, it's like, hey, guys, like, look, if somebody's trying to run from you, sign the papers, just be done with it. Why didn't you just not sign the papers? I went to court. Bro, I went through all. I'm not. <laughs> I got a lawyer. The lawyer, bro. <laughs> As a black man, is <laughs> you ought to be ashamed. Of yourself. 
Hey, ain't no fun when they telling you how much you got to pay in child support. What you got to do is like, but I've been doing all this. So, but it's ultimately, like I say, um, it's going to be something you got to pray. Yeah. But it's not, don't let us, don't let it be to a situation where it's hopeless. Because to, to a situation that's hopeless to you, it ain't nothing to God. He can still breathe life in that marriage. He can. That's 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 just a gland. That's just a fact. He can. Gerald is also Do giving you, you want to deal with what comes with that ride, though, because nothing's going to change right now. You can go get you can go get baptized, right? And that's going to make it worse, actually. Well, <laughs> you sometimes the thing is you don't know. No, you don't. You don't know, like. Gerald is actually giving you what he's saying is he's giving you the truth because but you don't know what's going to happen God can easily you can easily start getting close to God and your wife she's a different person you don't know but don't be a damn doppelganger right ain't your wife she's from planet A so don't have don't have your you getting close to God because whatever she does, that still shouldn't phase this commitment. That's the thing. Like, and this is with anybody. Like. But, yeah, we put in. If you divorce, if you leave and go to somebody else, that's a law of love. Like, you marry somebody else, it's going to be another pain you got to deal with. It's going to be problems. It's going to be. Think it's going to be perfect because you with somebody else, but. I'm not even looking at it like that. Like no. If this was the, if this in a divorce, relationship with happen? somebody that don't even want to be there. She don't she even want to be, be there? with herself. If this divorce was something that was going to be finalized, everything like that, I'm not looking for nothing else. I want to work on myself. Sure. Be a better me and do for me. That's exactly what I want. Sure. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm for real. That's exactly what I want. All right. I'm not looking for nothing else, man. I'm... Yeah, brother, you still got a penis. So what I'm saying is, even whatever the case is, you can go work on yourself uh, and and just turn into a workaholic. Yeah, 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 and and your life will be however you want it to be because you're the only one that's in it at that point. But whatever happens in this relationship, you still have to deal with it. It's gonna set the, a precedent. The things that you needed to deal with in this relationship. And it took me a long time to get there to understand that it was problems with myself that also made my marriage what it was. You need to know that if you decide to exit, you need to know that going out. Like all the issues that you had that made you choose this relationship and all the things that transpired in your role in it. And even some of the stuff, more importantly, what's keeping these problems going? He in a relationship with somebody that don't want to be her. She don't want to be her. She don't want to be in the marriage. She's just no, there. What I'm saying she is existing. What's keeping that's the exactly going. what I've been trying to say. Yeah. She's just there. That's she why. just wants to be able to say I'm married or I have this or you that's, know that's, that's really all it is. It's just her feeling okay. I'm married. I can say I'm married. 
Yeah. He's with a girl. I can say, you know, he got us this. He got us that. You know what I'm saying? It's like almost like looking for the next handout. Yeah. That's really how I look at the whole situation. I've known women like that. I've known dudes like that. That they they just here. One of the best things you can do is look at the parents. That's what I learned. She ain't finished being raised. That's why I said he got her out. When she leaves next time, leave. Let let her go. Start your life, man. Go ahead and work on your life. Go ahead and work on your life. I was gonna get ready to go ahead and work, uh, wrap this up anyway, because we we've ministered to this brother right. so long, and this was a great topic. There's so many people out there were hurting hearts. So many things that the pandemic exposed in relationships that people don't talk about. And today we got a chance to talk about some real life stuff. Yeah, we can take things into a spiritual stance and, and we can approach it that way. But we also still got to deal. You can't, you can't, you can't deal with the spiritual man without dealing with the flesh. Right. You cannot. And the fact that the fact remains is that we're still human. And we right. still want to be in, involved in relationships that that the other person is in the relationship with us. Right. And if you find yourself in a place with people that aren't in the relationship with you, some serious work needs to start today. Right. It doesn't, you, you shouldn't wait to start them things next week, next month, next year. If you got, if you're in a relationship where you feel like you're alone, that's a serious problem in a marriage or any relationship that you're in. That's exactly how I've been feeling. Yeah. So, Alone. With that being Alone. said, man, you know, I appreciate you for sharing your story, brother. I appreciate you, David, for coming by. And uh, this has been an episode of Cut Different. Y'all let us know what y'all think about today's topic. Uh, please send send messages on the uh, social media pages. And, let, and chime in. Let us know what y'all think. And... As always, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with your boy G. These are my two cents. Spend it or save it. Cut different, and we out of here. Y'all want to say something before I out this thing? It was a pleasure being here, man. Oh, care about that. Yeah, just cut it. (laughs) Oh, no, give y'all a shout-out. Y'all got social media. I ain't got no shout-out. Yeah, no shout outs. No shout You got a film company. You don't, you don't want to talk about your film company? It's good. Some of the stuff I said, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You good? I'm good. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all. Be blessed.